السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخيل الحدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم والشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed, the best speech is the speech of Allah Azza wa Jal. And the best guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the most evil of matters are the newly invented matters in the religion. And every newly invented matter in the religion is an innovation. It is not from al-Islam. And every innovation is a misguidance. And every misguidance leads to the hellfire. Servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fear Allah as it should be feared. Fear Allah for whoever, for whosoever fears Allah, Allah will protect him and guide him to the good of his religion and the best affairs of the dunya. Believers, remember that this world is not everlasting. It is merely a stage in your existence and it is not at the last stage. Therefore, do not live your lives as if you will not be taken into account. But rather, فَاسْتَبِخُوا الْخَيْرَاتِ إِلَى اللَّهِ مَرْجِعُكُمْ جَمِيعًا But rather, strive and race to good deeds. Strive and, and race to good deeds. To Allah is your return. To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is your return. Therefore, prepare 
for your meeting before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Prepare it with the correct aqidah, the correct belief and righteous actions, good deeds that are pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every one of us, without exception, will return to Allah Azza wa Jal and be judged. Therefore, let it be clear in our minds and our hearts the purpose and reason we are in this dunya. <coughs> let that purpose be clear and let's advise ourselves with this purpose and make it the pinnacle of our affairs. And let, let, let's make it the pinnacle of our affairs so that the affair is not lost. Because if you lose this purpose, there will be great regret after. Allah Azza wa Jal gave us and placed us into existence in this worldly life for a noble and specific purpose. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا خَلَبْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ I did not create the jinn and mankind except to worship me alone. Except to worship me alone. So brothers and sisters, this purpose that we need to remind ourselves of is that of Tawheed. Allah Azza wa Jal created us and placed us in this world, which is the first stage of our existence, so that we may fulfill this noble purpose, and that is to worship our Creator, worship the One who gave us existence, <coughs> Worship the one who provides for us and sustains us. To worship the one who gave us life and the one who will cause us to die. And this dunya, brothers and sisters, is merely a place for doing righteous deeds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has subjected this world for the use of mankind, not for it to be our main focus, nor for it to take us away from this noble purpose of our lives, but rather the dunya was created to be at our disposal to use in aiding us to fulfill the purpose of our creation and that is to worship and obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to worship Allah azza wa jal <coughs> and it is not dispraised <coughs> for a believer to take his or her share from this dunya which does not cause him or her to neglect their religion 
or cause them to be losers in the hereafter. So therefore, the Muslims must ensure that they do not get lost in the pleasures of the dunya and the aim of acquiring the vast amount of wealth in this dunya listen and pay attention to the dua of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam whereby he said allahumma la taj'al ad-dunya akbar hammina wa la mablagh ilmina in one of his dua he said oh allah let not the worldly affairs be our biggest concern or the limit of our knowledge or the limit of our knowledge so therefore we need to seek protection in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he does not make our concern or our greatest concern acquiring material affairs of this dunya but rather we should ask allah to make our biggest concern his worship alone tawheed and his obedience because that is the true success in this life and in the hereafter tawheed means to single out allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with all that is specific for him alone and that includes belief and our actions belief and actions that are specific for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allah azza wa jal says in the quran rabbus samawati wal ard wa ma baynahuma fa'budhu mustabir li'ibadatih hal ta'lamu lahu samiyya He said, Lord of the heavens and the earth and all that is between them. So worship him alone and be patient and constant in his worship. Do you know of any who is similar to him? In this verse, there is evidence for the three categories of Tawheed. The three categories of Tawheed which enables us to understand the Tawheed of Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah mentions, Rabbus Samawati wal Ard wa ma baynahuma, Lord of the heavens and the earth and all that is between them. Here, brothers and sisters, there is mention that Allah is the Lord of everything. Of all of the creation, if He is the Lord, that implies that He, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is the creator of everything, <coughs> the provider for all of His creation, the one who governs and controls the affairs of all of His creation, the giver of life and the causer of death, the owner of everything that exists 
So in this aspect here of Tawheed, we are affirming and singling out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with His actions. His actions that are specific for Him alone. Actions which He, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, does to and for His creation. Actions, brothers and sisters, that we need to affirm it only for Allah Azza wa Jal. We cannot affirm any of these actions in its complete and perfect sense to anyone of the creation. Not the righteous person that you know. Not the angels, nor the prophets. The prophets and the messengers. Then Allah mentions, فَعْبُدْهُ وَاسْتَبِرْ so therefore worship him and be patient and constant and be patient and constant in worshiping him <coughs> he Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions his right and that is another aspect of Tawheed that a person should only worship Allah, should only dedicate their actions of worship for Him alone and no one else and nothing else on the face of this dunya, nothing else from the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He Allah azza wa jal has commanded us to worship him alone and upon this also he has legislated <coughs> he has legislated actions of worship for us to perform for him it is not merely or it is not for our choosing to make up and invent our own actions of worship but rather those actions of worship that we do need to be in accordance with the Quran and the Sunnah. Nothing added to it and nothing removed from it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Al-Hakim and Al-Alim. He is the All-Wise and He is the All-Knowing. So therefore what He has legislated is better for us. And it is what he is pleased with. It is what he accepts. It is what he gives his reward for. So therefore, brothers and sisters, confine yourself to the instructions of the Quran and the Sunnah regarding our actions of worship. The type of worship, when and how must be performed and exactly to the example of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that is the way to succeed in our actions and of worship. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, هَلْ تَعْلَمُ لَهُ Do you know anyone or any who is similar to him? And this here, brothers and sisters, is another aspect of Tawheed. 
Another aspect that we need to affirm and single out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with. And that is concerning the beautiful names and attributes of Allah. That we affirm them for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. But those names and those attributes of Allah, where do we take them? Of course, only from the Quran and only from the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And we affirm those names of Allah and his attributes in the manner that is befitting for his majesty, befitting for his greatness, befitting for his perfectness. And we do not negate any of them. And we do not change the meaning of any of them. <coughs> and we do not, brothers and sisters, take what we please and reject what we please. <coughs> and we do not describe them. And we do not describe them. For indeed, brothers and sisters, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, هَلْ تَعْلَمُ لَهُ do you, know, do you know of any who is similar to him? And indeed not. There is nothing that is similar to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is nothing like him. There is nothing similar to him. Say he's Allah the one. He is one and he is unique. Allah is the creator and anything else is his creation. So therefore when we affirm the names and attributes of Allah, we affirm them with the meaning that is indicated in it in a manner that befits his perfectness. And we do not liken Allah's attributes to the attributes of the creation. So indeed, brothers and sisters, this affair of Tawheed is of great importance and we should not be neglectful or heedless of it. It is the purpose of our lives to have the correct belief regarding Allah and that we affirm those beliefs for Him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And that regarding our actions, our actions of worship, should be performed for him, Allah Azza wa Jal, alone and nobody else. وَأَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهِ لِي وَلَكُمْ مِنْ كُلِّ ذَنْبِ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوهُ يَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wassalatu wassalamu ala nabina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een Amma ba'd Indeed brothers and sisters Reminders regarding Tawheed The right of Allah upon his servants Is something that needs to be pondered upon regularly Especially now that we are approaching the blessed month of Ramadan. 
It is weeks away. It is weeks away where this blessed month will come. So therefore we need to prepare with the correct reminders. Because indeed the month of Ramadan is a month of worship. Is a month of fasting for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Of giving. A month of praying throughout the night. And Salatul Taraweeh. A month which contains so much goodness. And so many actions and of worship. Well, we need to get those actions right. First and foremost upon Tawheed. Sincerely performing those actions for Allah. And it's subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as Ramadan approaches, we need to fastabikhul khayrat. We need to put effort and strive in good deeds. Because indeed, brothers and sisters, our existence in this dunya will not last. So therefore, as Ramadan approaches, prepare. Prepare like our salaf prepared. Before Ramadan reached, they used to ask Allah to make them reach the blessed month of Ramadan so that they can take full benefit of it. So that they can take full benefit of it. And during Ramadan, they will ask Allah to help them and to aid them in their actions of worship and their patience during the month of Ramadan. To help them and to aid them. And after Ramadan, they used to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept the Ramadan, to accept their actions and their good deeds that has passed from the blessed month of Ramadan. So therefore, believers in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, remind yourself and advise yourself with this great purpose of our lives. And make it the focal point of your focus in this dunya. As the Prophet made dua and asked Allah Azza wa Jal, do not make this dunya, this worldly affairs, our greatest concern. But our greatest concern, brothers and sisters, should be our worship and our obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وصلى الله على نبينا محمد أقيم الصلاة